0: Welcome back to a brand new episode of Taco of Fame Podcast. I'm so excited to be joined by Riley Jensen. Riley is an actor and singer based in Salt Lake City, Utah. Growing up performing in various musical and stage productions, she fell in love with acting and creativity. She then found her passion for film while studying at Utah Valley University. She has now had the opportunity to be part of many, many exciting, creative, fulfilling projects, as well as collaborating with some of Utah's best talent. So, Riley, thank you so much for joining us today. I I really appreciate you coming on and taking a time. I know it's been a hot minute, so I'm really happy <laughs> to be able to talk.
1: Yes, I'm so happy to
0: be here you so much so like tell us kind of more about you and what you do and what kind of led you to become an actor
1: yeah so um I have always wanted to be an actor ever since I was a little girl like and I know people hear that a lot but it is so like so true I've never wanted anything else um I've never really wanted any other career path. I've always known that I wanted to be an actor, um, which is which has been nice um, to, to know that and not, uh, I guess, be unsure about that. But, um, yeah, I first started doing musical theater growing up. I did my first show in about the fourth grade. My first show was A Christmas Carol. And here in Utah, that's pretty like standard. That's everybody's first show. <laughs> um, so I played Ebony. Evan- Neezer Scrooge's little sister. So when Christmas past comes to visit and I played his little sister uh, in my first musical that I did. And then I grew up doing more musicals, did uh, Fiddler on the Roof, Annie, all those musicals growing up into high school. And then in high school, I just really delved into the musical theater world, the acting world, choir, I was in all of those things. I met some of my lifelong friends um, in those programs in high school and I'm still best friends with them to this day and I love and adore them very much. And um, yeah, then I went to college and I found that Utah has a really, really solid film industry and I had no idea about it. I had no idea. And I always thought that I would go the theater route Um, The goal was always to go to New York and then at Utah Valley University I did a scene for a film student's um, project for class and I was like wow I actually think I like this a lot more like theater theater will always have my heart and I will always love theater but film that moment just I absolutely fell in love with film so I um, decided to drop out I got a job at Disneyland and I moved to LA um, and then COVID hit. <laughs> so um, I did kind of go out to LA, not really knowing what I was doing. I mean, I was so excited to be working with Disney. And, and although that was very short lived, it was such a fun experience to get to work there. And I hope to get to work there again in the future. But um, yeah, I, I didn't really know what I was doing. So I was like, you know, I'm going to come back to Utah. I'm going to get everything in order, I'm going to network, I'm going to get in class, and I'm going to get real serious about this because I know that this is what I want. So Mm -hmm. I moved back to Utah and started networking and just submitting to auditions, and then I met this really amazing group of people, and we've kind of created our own little production team, and they have helped me and taught me all the ropes, and they are so just brilliantly talented, and I will always just – talk about how talent how much talent there is here in utah these Mm -hmm. these people here are like are just insane so yeah right now we have our little production company um we've wrote and produced a few different short films we have a feature film in the works we actually just had a table read for that today and that went really well but yeah sorry that was like so long that's a little bit more about what i do (laughs) Yeah, it's all good. I love it. Like,
0: of course, of course, COVID has to mess up everything in 2020. Of course, of <laughs> In everything, right? Of course, it has to mess up so many things. But what did you study at Utah Valley University? I studied
1: theater there. And I also studied um, deaf studies. So I was learning sign language. Um, deaf studies was my minor. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, what sucked about college? I love you. I love UVU. It's such a great school, but for me, I only wanted, I only cared about my theater and like my sign language classes. Those were the only classes I cared about. And there was just something that was like, I just want to get out there. Like, I don't want to be in school anymore. So, um, but stay in school if it's for you. But for me, I was like, yeah, I want to just go get the experience, and I have learned a lot from just you know taking the leap getting myself on set and honestly now I know um because me me and my husband we plan to move back to LA in the next year or so I now know where I want to live in LA where I don't want to live i i so I'm glad that I that I took the risk um mm-hmm. of leaving but I do I do love you UV I always will love you view <laughs>
0: I honestly feel that. Like, I honestly had the same reaction over those previous years. Because I'm like, I love, like, doing what I do. But I'm also like, why not you go to school and do it while I just go out <laughs> and just do it myself? Like, it's just two yeah. different opposites of, okay, what do I, do I actually want to go to school for this? Or do I actually just want to go out, do what I want to do, then just not go to school at all? Yes. Yeah. Totally feel that. <laughs> but, like, what, um... How do you think like LA will give you a lot of opportunities when you guys plan on moving there? Because of course, Los Angeles is a heart of film entertainment. I'm basically in love with LA. So like, what do you kind of plan on doing when you're down there?
1: Yeah, so um, luckily right now I have, I just signed with a manager who's based in LA. Uh, the company's based in LA and she lives in Texas. And um, my agent also uh gets LA auditions. So it's nice because I'm able to kind of, Live here and still um, audition there and network there. And I do have, like, uh, you know, a lot of friends over there that I've met through the internet, like social media. I have met so many amazing people that live all over the world. And I, social media is just, I, I, I yeah, it's just crazy. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, so the plan is to kind of really, as many ducks in a row as I can, and then going out there and just, uh, just auditioning and and networking and meeting more people I do think it will be easier to get to meet more people out there when I live there Um, I've been able to meet some incredible people just being in Utah which has been a blessing but yeah just getting in the scene and it will be nice going there and actually kind of knowing a little bit more about the film industry because the first time I was like okay I want to do film and let's go and I went out there and I had no idea. I, I like I had had an agent here in Utah, but I like had no idea how to actually submit to an agent. Um, I like especially one in Los Angeles. I I didn't really know where to get auditions and how to get good headshots and all that stuff. So I definitely went out there, went out there prematurely. So I'm very excited to, you know, be able to kind of build my career here in Utah and then make the move back
0: over there. Mm-hmm. I know with me, I literally like started this podcast like I felt like I knew everything, but I absolutely know nothing. Like when I first started <laughs> three years ago, it's like, I felt like at that point, I felt like I was a know-it-all to the point where I'm just like, I'm just gonna feel like I'm the best podcaster in the world when I first started this, even though it's probably the worst one out there. I'm, <laughs> I swear to God. And yeah. Like, I feel like once you move back to LA, like, of course, moving out, LA, there's so many people live down there that you feel like, you know, everyone based off how many people live down there.
1: Yeah, 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 it's, I, um, yeah, I totally feel you. I think, like, um, one thing I've learned is that we're always learning and that's, like, one thing that I've been able to kind of be a little more gentle with myself about is, Mm -hmm. like, Okay, I'm never gonna be the number one best actor because I am not gonna. I mean, done growing, quote unquote, and I I don't ever want to be done growing. Um, so I do think it'll be nice to go. <clears throat> excuse me, it'll be nice to go out there and have more experience under my belt and get to, you know, meet so many so many different people. The the amount of people that are in LA versus Utah like I'm pretty sure the amount of people that live in Utah is the amount of people that live in LA so it's it's
0: huge like the amount of people that live in Pennsylvania is probably like a double size in Los Angeles compared to where I am here in Pennsylvania like (laughs) we're here like population in scary books right here is probably like I don't know like 2000 that's my guess I don't know (laughs) but in LA there's probably like a million people that live in, in LA a yes. I'm just like, okay, that's the yeah. difference between live in Like, okay. But yeah. what, what was kind of like the moment you knew you want to do film and study film while at Utah Valley University?
1: Yeah, I think the big moment for me um, was when I was, uh, I first used that, um, sorry, excuse me. I first um, did that project for the student at UVU and I Looking back, I actually don't even remember how I got involved with that project. I just remember somebody had reached out to me and said, "Hey, I have to recreate this scene for for my film class. Would you be interested?" And I was like, "Yeah, of course! Like, I would love to." And I, um, it was that moment, kind of acting and, and being, and it was like a smaller set uh, because it was they were just filming a scene, so. It was like the camera woman, the director, and someone that was running sound and like just being in that intimate space, I was like, wow, just the energy between, just feeling the energy between the two actors and like the cast and the crew and how, how collaborative it was really kind of made me be like, wow, not, not that theater's not collaborative. I do love theater, but I think I just loved the more, the subtlety of it. And I was like, yeah, I think. I think this is what, the the direction I want to go. Um, And and at that point I had done tons of theater and I I love theater. And if I ever get the opportunity to do a show that I love, I would love to do another show, but it is tough to do both film and theater. Uh, And a lot of people think that they are the same type of, guess, acting. Or performance, and they are so vastly different. It's it's crazy the the differences between the two. Where theater is very out, like outward and connecting and reaching audiences all the way to the back of the building, or to all the way at the back of, of the audience, and and film is just you know, more inside, more more inner emotion, and and it's really close and intimate um whereas you know the cameras where you're trying to to i guess reach (laughs) but uh yeah i think i just loved that the the humanity in it in that scene Mm -hmm. that i did even though it was like my very first scene i probably will go back and watch it and be like ooh, yikes but it yeah that kind of made a switch for me and um also like la is a little bit closer and uh yeah i just it was like a switch in my brain that it went from wanting to do only theater to like, I think I just want to do
0: film. But... Mm-hmm. Like, I love what you said earlier about theater and films. Of course, a lot of people love to mix up. Okay, theater and film are the exact same thing. Like, it's like, I'm going to be a pro if I'm already um, in film. Like, it's like, of course, when acting, it's a plus. You know what I You can act and to do both, but they're both are. So different, in so many ways. Of course, was so I say Broadway or something like it can be so many different, different ways. But of course, like this industry, like you can do so many things to acting besides film and theater. And um, there's so many ways you can go at it that many people do not know. And of course, I don't know everything about acting. I'm sure you know more than I do personally. But <laughs> of course, with acting, there's so many ways. You can do film, and of course, when I look back at things, like acting, I'm like, damn, like, why did I become an actor? Like, I had use <laughs> extra money. Like, come on. But, like, you're, of course, with acting and film, like, you're coming out with a new short film called Where Flowers Won't Grow. Like, what can you tell us more about the short film? Yes. So, uh, Where Flowers Won't Grow
1: um, comes from a uh, – you know very personal experience and i had the idea for a while i've always wanted to write scripts and but i always had this thought of like i'm just an actor i can't do that i don't know how to do that and i had that limiting belief that was really holding me back and then um one day in a class i was in uh the hollywood Winter circle is the course i was in they have they held a short film festival which the films were only supposed to be like two minutes. And I was like, okay, this is easy. This, I, like, I can write a, a short film that's two minutes, then that's a good start. And mm-hmm. so I did that and ended up loving it and being like, wow, okay, I can write a short film. Okay, and then I ended up helping my friend with his short. And he really inspired me, just seeing him work collaboratively with everybody on that set and that crew. Um, and cast, it was just like, wow, we we can create our own stuff. and, And I really want to make this script a reality. So I was helping him with an audition and I was like, hey, I have this script idea. I really want to do it. What do you think? And he was like, let's do it. And he was able to get everybody together, the cast, the crew. It was just like, and everybody was so passionate about it and so ready to like support and make this project happen. It was just I'm still so grateful to this day for every single person that helped this project happen. It was just amazing. But um, yeah, so we ended up filming it in this last summer and we are currently in two film festivals right now. We have a few nominations, a few official selections, and it's really exciting stuff. But yeah, basically Where Flowers Won't Grow is about a woman who is torn between staying in her toxic marriage or embracing the unknown
0: alone. Um, so yeah, <laughs> Ooh, that's awesome! I'm now addicted to that film. Like, in, peace, in case people are curious, like, is it out or do they have a you have a premiere date or what's kind of that outline of what's released or already released? We'll say.
1: Yeah, so it won't be released until about a year or so because the film festivals like us to uh, keep it unreleased. But there are a few premiere dates. I believe there are a few virtual screenings. Don't quote me on that, though. I will find out for sure. <laughs> um, But yeah, so right now, it's just screening at the film festivals. And then it should be up on YouTube to be all those streaming platforms that we are able to get it on. But mostly, definitely those those first two.
0: Ooh, I'll make sure to keep everyone updated. Like, short films are actually, like, one of my favorite things at the moment. So, of course, I'll definitely make sure to stay tuned on that. But how did you, like, of course, with short films, there's so many probably more faster than probably most hour-long, two-hour-long movies. Of course, it's probably much easier than writing big films. Like, how is this kind of easier for you to write um, make short films? And of course, with writing short films, it's very much quicker to do, per se, in, in writing compared to other different things.
1: Yeah, so I definitely think um, slowly inching towards... The uh, longer scripts really helps. So I first started off with the two minute script, and then this is about twenty seven minutes. Um, but really, yeah, it, it was it was it was difficult to not to have to cut some scenes to keep it short. But also, it took off a lot of pressure of trying to make it ninety minutes, two hours. Um, So, yeah, and I definitely feel like after writing that 30 minute script, I now can, I would love to possibly try writing a feature, especially we we're in the talks right now of possibly turning where flowers won't grow into a feature, just so we can include more of their relationship, more of their
0: past and their history. Uh, But yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's amazing. That's so exciting. But what I'm curious, like, what was kind of like your emotional response to the short film while filming? Because, of course, the writing, you don't know how a, a short film will come out. Like, you don't know if it's actually going to be filmed with a budget or be released. Like, what was kind of like your response personally when I'm uh, making this film come to life?
1: Yeah, I honestly just felt like I was on Cloud Nine. Like, it was just so like so much gratitude and so much like just love all around like the fact that I was sitting back and being like wow this this had been an idea for so long and now it's actually happening mm-hmm. because these people care about this story these people want to help share this story and it meant so much to me that um my friends and my and people are other friends in film were wanting like wanting to share this story and it meant to me that that meant like okay this then this needs to be told it it it, and it's i'm not gonna lie it is a little nerve-wracking having something i wrote and performed in um be in film festivals and now everybody's gonna see it uh and I I'm so excited for that, but I'm also like, oh man, that inner I guess that inner critic is like, but what if they don't like it and what if they hate it and and it's, you know, just gotta take the time to quiet that part of myself and realize and sit back and be like, This is huge that this
0: happened. It's it's just
1: incredible. So mm-hmm.
0: I could imagine because, of course, kicking off any sort of project or film is always very difficult to imagine. Like, okay, is this going to be a success? Like, are people going to actually like this? And that is honestly the hardest part about being a creator of some stories. Uh, picturing, okay, are people going to like this project? Am I wasting my time or am I wasting my money on this sort of project? Like, you seriously don't know how people are going to react until it's actually released and feel like it's a waste of time in many ways.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I kind of have been trying to reflect on just like how I feel and knowing that like art is subjective and not like every, I guess that like inner people pleaser too, mm-hmm. um, reminding myself like, hey, not everybody's gonna like it and that's okay, but there are gonna be people that love it And that's your audience. Those are the people you want to hang out with. And you look at like these big actors, um, some people might think that one actor is the best actor they've ever seen, but somebody else might think that they're the worst actor that they've ever seen. It's all so subjective. So I think really sitting with my intuition and my gut and, and how I feel about the project has helped me kind of overcome that a little bit and be like, you know what, and and every experience is a learning and growing experience, it's a moment to grow. So if this, you know, somehow people are like, oh, you should have changed this, you shouldn't, I'm more than happy to implement things into the next project. All I'm gonna do is, you know, level up to the next project and the next
0: one and the next one. Um, so, yeah. Like, like you said actually absolutely correctly like of course not everyone is gonna like what you make of course there's gonna be people like okay this person's the best creator in the world like no one can top this person like let's put tara Swift's example like she's the biggest artist in the world like she's the best singer and of course the media is giving her tons of attention but there's and people absolutely love and adore her look up to her and, of course, there's another side of people that says, okay, I hate her because like, because she's dating a football star from the Chiefs and she's being shown more than, like, the game itself. And it really shows the opposite to, like, um, two sides of people hating and loving. Of course, I wish it wasn't like that. I'm sure a lot of people yeah. do as well. But it's just a part of life, people not liking what you do, even though you do nothing wrong 24-7, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You you said that perfectly.
0: But like, of course, to end this episode off, like I have some really fun questions for you to wrap this up. But if you could open for a show for any artist as a singer, because of course you saying some theater productions, but who would you open for? Oh, that's a really good question. Um,
1: I would probably open for, I I love Madison Beer. <laughs> so mm, I would want to open one. for Madison
0: Beer. <laughs> that's a good answer. I love Madison Beer as well. She has like amazing work. I think she's definitely up and coming for sure. Oh, absolutely. But do you prefer acting or singing? Oh, that's a hard question. <laughs> I... I love both of them
1: so so much. I do think I have been neglecting singing a little bit more than acting, and I would love to focus on singing um, some more this year as well. But I do think if I had to pick, I would probably pick um, acting just because I've I I've been more involved with it lately. Uh, but also, I love both of them so much, and that's so hard
0: (laughs) yeah definitely it's like choosing your own kid like it's just so difficult to choose which one you absolutely love more in that moment of course it can change any single day it (laughs) depends what exact mood you're in right (laughs) but what is
1: like your go-to karaoke song oh my go-to karaoke song is um when i was your man by bruno mars oh that's a good one
0: (laughs) that's such a good answer i love that one but what is your hidden talent do you have any hidden talents? Um oh, my hidden talent, which I don't know if this is
1: very hidden, but I and I don't know if it's really a talent. Um I have a lot of knowledge um around roller coasters and theme parks. I love like I could tell you so many different things about different roller coasters. I know all these weird things about amusement parks. I worked at an amusement park for about 5 of five-ish seasons and um yeah i love all things roller coasters and how they work and um yeah so any questions you have about roller coasters or amusement park rides i got you
0: i'll never go to you if i have any questions i have you mind for now future use but do you have any embarrassing moments when on set or auditioning from acting oh man here's the thing i
1: I think I am a very awkward person. So I have definitely had.
0: I'm the same way.
1: I have definitely had my fair share of embarrassing moments. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know if I can think of one that was on a film set, but I can definitely think of one while I was. I can think of a few um, from theater performances. And I think it's just because theater is live, there's more like we're not really able to stop and start over, like with film. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was playing uh, Penny Pingleton in Hairspray. I love Hairspray, one of my favorite musicals. And they wanted me to do a quick change, real quick. Um, it was right before uh, You Can't Stop the Beat. And you like I came up the stairs. I said hi with Tracy. And I was like, yeah, we got this. And I'm in my regular Penny costume. They wanted me to run off stage and change into like the, the sexy penny costume and so we tried that for one night and what happened was i so i had to um take off my my bra to get the dress on so I, there's like a, a circle of women surrounding me i'm getting dressed and my mic gets my, my bra gets caught on my mic cord and I am like, I gotta go, I gotta go, because I'm about to sing. And the ladies are like, wait, wait, wait. And I had no idea, I didn't even notice. I look down, and my bra is dangling out of my dress. <laughs> and so I it's like on the cord, I grab, I grab it, and I'm like, I'm just holding my dress up. I did the whole song like that. And I was like, guys, we can't do that quick change right there. We have to do it earlier. It's too like it's too much but um everybody thought it was hilarious and I felt like we were able to recover it pretty well seaweed kind of he helped me out and was like covering up a little bit but yeah that was probably one of the one of the most embarrassing but I do have a few others I I would
0: probably never go on stage again after that to be honest with you I (laughs) would be so embarrassed I would never go on stage again I swear I would just lose it but like the last question i have for you is what is some advice for upcoming actors artists starting out
1: yeah that's a great question i honestly i'd say trust yourself that's something i've i've personally have been really struggling with lately but trust your gut and and you know do what is best for you and i and also too if you want to make it happen get Make it happen. Start talking to people. Start getting into classes, um, but make sure that you're in the classes that align with you. And if you're overthinking about an audition or anything like that, just you know, tap into your your intuition and, and your gut feeling and be like, okay, how do I, how do I feel about this? Do I feel like I could do better? Do I feel that it's good enough? And if honestly, if you want to do it again, do it again. Um, but at the end of the day, trust yourself, trust the work, and trust that it is working out for you, and also know that that it will happen. It will happen if you keep going, if you don't give up, is bound to happen, and I'm still on this, like, I am, I am very far from, like, any of the, the famous actors or anything like that, but, uh, you know, you just keep trucking along, and knowing that everything happens in its own way, and it's not going to, Everything's not going to happen the way that you think it will. And that's totally
0: fine. Mm -hmm. That is so well said. I so agree. And I think that is honestly the best way to wrap up this episode. I really appreciate you, Riley, for joining us today. I hope everyone loved listening to this episode. And I hope everyone enjoys this little winter snowy day whatever you are i know it's very snowy here in pennsylvania so but i really appreciate you riley for joining us today and i love speaking with you
1: thank you so much kylie i really appreciate you so much thank Uh, you i've seen
0: you as well and i hope you enjoy the rest of your day
1: you too bye